Hello, love buddies. Welcome back to another episode of The Wedded Podcast with your hosts, Jen and Steve Van Elk. We are a semi-professional look at love and marriage. Basically, we're going to help you get together and hopefully stay together. I remembered it. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I don't think I did. I think I got it wrong. <laughs> I can't remember the own intro for Wedding Photo Hangover that I do, and I've done over a hundred times now, but that one I can remember. Ours. If you're more important to me, babe, you're the most important. <laughs> this is the most important. I don't see the intro anywhere. Okay. Yeah, no, you got everything right. We, we nailed it. Nailed it. Cool. Nailed it without our notes. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, we keep taking um, little breaks <laughs> this year. It's been a rough ass year. Yeah. I think my statement to you was, I think that we're 2019's toilet. Getting flushed. Because that's kind of how it's been. <sighs> Just had a lot of family emergencies arise. And we had um, a uh, wedding, a real life wedding nightmare last weekend. Yeah, it's just like ready or not. Um, the bride had a shotgun. There were people <laughs> trying to kill her. It was crazy. That's how that movie goes, right? <laughs> Um, I think so. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't even know if it's out yet. Yeah. Uh, basically there's a bride and she's just running around with a shotgun killing people for no reason. I don't think, uh, no, <laughs> I think you're mistaken. No, I've seen the previews. It's, it's a bunch of really good boys <laughs> and girls and the bride. Good just, old boys yeah, and girls. The bride just decides she wants to kill them all. And it's like, why would she do this on her wedding day? And she makes her wedding day a nightmare for everyone else. I'm pretty certain that's how the movie goes. <laughs> Um, like some brides do. Yeah, she's a real um, bridezilla. <laughs> bridezilla with a shotgun. So on the way to a wedding, we got in a little accident and lost two of our tires on the way to a wedding. Lost. They, they went flat, like yeah. holes in the side, not repairable. And we only have one spare for our car. So like normal people. Yeah. So you can't like <laughs> slap a spare on and keep driving, which is something we've done before on the way to a wedding yeah. or the way home from a wedding. One of the two. Um, so yeah, we had to, we had to get a tow truck, we had to get towed. And, uh, we just now got our car back. Yeah. Jen had to Uber to the wedding so she could still shoot it. I had to make some calls and find somebody to take my place so I could take the car and get the car taken care of. Um, People. Yeah. I still was 10 minutes early to the wedding. I'm so incredibly proud of us. Still 10 minutes early to the wedding. Um, and my, another shooter came, uh, just 30 minutes after I arrived. So, um, I, I feel like that's a little golden star for the, my vendor board. Golden star for our vendor board. Um, golden star for Ryan. Ryan for stepping up. Oh my gosh. R Ryan Woodall. Um, he's our friend. He does, um, what's the name of his company? Valon Forever? Yes. Valon Forever Wedding Photography. And, um, we, we were very fortunate we, and he was just like, Steve, I can be there in 10 minutes. Just let me check to make sure my batteries are charged on my camera so I can actually shoot. Oh, man, it was it was awesome. And uh, I can't be more grateful to Ryan for that. There is something about this industry there that everyone just kind of has their back. And it's not the, the case for every city, but at least what that's how we've had or that's the kind of experience we've had in Indy. It's been great. It's been so great. And we owe Ryan 
big time <laughs> money for shooting <laughs> yeah. and then also just big time for life point stuff i guess beers burgers uh rats whatever Ryan's Any, anything else just starts with a b bucks beach balls bowling balls so jen but we did have a topic today we had something we wanted to discuss we do have a topic so we we've talked a little bit about wedding parties and what makes good wedding guests and those sorts of things there's been some questions that have arised over questions about your wedding party. And so Steve and I thought that we would address some of those questions and create dialogue of what we personally think and our experiences that we've had in the past. Yep. So what are the questions, Jen? Okay. <laughs> One of the questions. Rosa from Facebook asked, did you slash are you getting a gift for your bridesmaids? Um, how much should I spend? Well, Rosa, here's a here's the thing. How much did your bridesmaids spend on those dresses? Because <laughs> you should match it. I wish in like in a perfect <laughs> world that'd be awesome. Do you imagine? Can you imagine like all of the really cool like gift sets I would have that were like two hundred dollars? You know, of like wine glasses with my name on it and. <laughs> Well, it couldn't just be one wine glass with your name on it. It'd have to be like a set of 18 wine glasses with your name on it. Wow. 18 wine glasses that all say Jen. This doesn't say that I have a problem to all my friends. I would say, okay, this is usually, ooh, from the past. I've been in several weddings. You've been in several weddings. So you kind of have an idea of what kind of price range um, the gifts are. Honestly, I think it's whatever your budget can hold. How And I would do it a merit to like, how great were your bridesmaids? Because <laughs> if bridesmaids were no help at all, then I would just get them a basic gift. Like something, I, I wouldn't go cheap, but I would get them something basic. Now, on the other side, if I have a bridesmaid who's been amazing and has helped me put together invitations, any DIY stuff, I would go a little bit extra. Um, from what I've read and what I've seen, I would say that gifts probably range between 50 and $200. So that's a huge, that's a huge bracket. So I would say if you have just maybe three or four bridesmaids, think about giving them larger gifts. If you have 20 bridesmaids, <laughs> then maybe on the lower range just to keep the cost down a bit. And I think people will understand that. I know a lot of brides who will buy the dresses and that will be their gifts or jewelry to wear with the, the dresses, um, which I think is very valuable gifts because even though you can say as many times that, oh, you can wear again for the dress. That's not true because all they're going to think oh, about gosh. is wearing it to the wedding. You are, they're never going to wear that dress have you again. Ever seen, have you ever seen somebody out in public in a dress that looks like a bridesmaid's dress? And the answer is no, because bridesmaid's dresses have like a certain look to them. And they just, they don't look like things you can wear out in public. Now, if you went to your bridesmaids and you were like, pick out your own dress. I'm not picking one out, but here are my color guidelines. Then yeah, maybe they could wear the dress later. No, I disagree on that. Because it has, you're going, you're not going to pick out a basic dress that you would typically wear. You are going to buy a dress that looks like a bridesmaid's dress. So you match the rest of the girls. Right now, what's super popular are long dresses. Yes. You are not going to see 
a bridesmaid in 2019. I mean, if you do, it would be a big surprise, but every single one of our wedding parties, the bridesmaids have long dresses. And so anytime I see long dresses, I just automatically think of bridesmaids dresses and I'm not going to wear them to anything else. Also don't want to wear to a wedding because I don't want to look like the bridesmaids. I want to look like a guest. Mm-hmm. But let's get back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> Jewelry. I would say that w- that would probably be the most popular gift that I received from brides. And I, I love it. Um, it was definitely something that I've been able to wear again. And I'm not just thinking, oh my gosh, people are going to think that I'm a bridesmaid. <laughs> I can just wear them and it's fine. An- another thing to think about is maybe covering if they're traveling. If you guys are having a destination wedding or if all your bridesmaids are out, maybe for as their gift covering their hotel rooms. Um, those are just some ideas that people would find value in. As cute as some gifts can be, it's not usable for everyone. But feel free to like customize gifts too. I think for guys, on the other hand, for groomsmen, there's like two different routes people tend to take, it feels like. And either you get like the super personalized gifts where it's like every gift comes from the groom to a certain person and he gets a unique gift for each groomsman. And then the other route is, oh yeah, well, I thought I like knives. So I bought everybody a knife <laughs> with the, a Bible verse inscription on it, which that is an actual gift I got and I still have. And uh, I still use It's very, very sharp. It's nice. But um, <laughs> I, I feel like there's not really much like in between there for the guys on the guy side of things. Are we allowed to talk about the guy side of things or should that be its own episode? Absolutely not. Yeah, we can totally yeah, talk about the guys. I think we can base this on if a lot of the questions that I'm pulling from the from online is, is from brides. Mm-hmm. Um, rarely do I see grooms posting stuff like, what should I give and guys? Like, it's almost always girls. So I think we can answer like for the groom as well. There are a number of websites out there that help you out with picking out gifts for your bridal party. Um, there's ones dedicated to groomsmen, ones dedicated to bridesmaids, ones that are just general gifts uh, for a bridal party in you know whole. And uh, from my experience with most of those websites, they're mostly overpriced <laughs> gifts mm-hmm. because they're preying on the fact that you don't know what you want to get for your bridal party. And they're like, well, here's a whole website set up for it. Just come to our website and it'll figure it out. And uh, I would say if you don't really want to think that hard about it, just type into your Google uh, bridesmaid gifts or groomsmen gifts and you can go and pay, you know, $10, $20 extra per gift to get it from some website that that's all they do. You're saving time. Yeah, you're saving time and time is worth it. Websites for ideas. Yep. And then you can go to Amazon or AliExpress. (laughs) AliExpress only if you've got like six months to wait. Yeah. So that brings me to the next question. Jade asks, how soon should I ask my bridesmaids to be my bridesmaids? Well, I would say should probably wait until you're engaged. That's a good, Mm -hmm. that's a good answer. Yeah. Good answer, Steve. But as far as that goes, a lot of people I know call people to tell them, hey, I just got engaged. 
And they will literally, if, if it's something they've been thinking about in the future, they'll literally just ask on the phone when they're telling them I'm getting engaged. They'll be like, also, will you be one of my bridesmaids? And that is kind of like rushed and kind of like crazy. But if that works for you, that's fine. Like there's no time limit thing. Just don't wait till like the month of the wedding. That's too late. People got to get dresses. They got to get gifts. They got to plan bachelorette parties and bachelor parties. And, you know, they got, they, they, they got to rent stuff like who, mm. it's not a, and they got a plan. If they, like a lot of people have their groomsmen and bridesmaids help out with stuff for the wedding, either setting up or like bringing stuff to the venue the night before that then like their coordinator or somebody else coordinators team will set up the next day or something. But like a lot of people need help from their bridal party. So don't ask too late because they might need to ask off work and do other stuff to make sure they can be there and help out with all the stuff. And also make sure, you know, you let them know ahead of time if that's something you expect from them because you don't want to expect that from them and then find out they weren't expecting to do it and they can't do it. So just uh, I would say at least at the very least two to three months before the oh wedding. Oh my gosh, is the I would not even have. say that. That's only if you just got engaged Two to three months before your wedding. Um, I would say go even earlier than that. I think the problem isn't necessarily waiting too long. I think it's people asking too early. And then you they have maybe a two-year engagement. And those relationships might change. And you might have other people come in your lives that would be important to you to have by your side. So those are some things to consider. It can't, you can be too early. You can't be too late. I would say the latest should be six months. I think that your, your maid of honor should know as soon as possible though. Um, yeah. Just so that, cause your maid of honor is probably not going to change. Your maid of honor is going to be your maid of honor or your best man is not going to change. So, I mean, it might, but I think that's a rare occurrence. So what I think you should do is talk to the person that you want to be your maid, matron, best man, and have that squared away. Then you can start making that decision. You can talk to your significant others, figuring out who, how many people you guys want on each side does not have to be even, um, but just to, to get an idea of what your wedding party is going to look like. I would say six months just so that that gives the the person in charge of the the hen party, the batch the bachelorette party, bachelor party, whatever it is, enough time to be able to plan something. Um, especially if you are expecting something a little bit more extravagant than just going downtown for the evening. So just um, something to to consider. Um, but I also wouldn't even I would not ask two years in advance either. If you're planning on traveling, uh, like a destination wedding, I would ask, I would say a, a year as a minimum. That way people can save up money and know that they're going to be off work for maybe an entire week. I think if it's a destination wedding, you're looking at two years out, it's probably an okay time to say something if they're going to have to save up money and fly to another country or something. Maybe. I, mean, Again, I guess I mean, it depends like, on your friend groups and how much money people have and how much time they can take off yeah, work. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think you just have to look at your own life, see what you would want if you were put in that position. But again, for your own sake, I would say don't do it too early. Don't don't be too hasty. Just give yourself some time. And yeah, 
give yourself some time and really think over it. We got any more questions? We do. Talking about asking bridesmaids. I really thought this situation was unique and honestly feel like this girl has some balls because there's, there has been times that I wish that I could, could have said no, or maybe people have felt like they could have said no to being in the wedding party because sometimes it's just not a good fit, like Mm -hmm. for your life at that moment. So I, I thought maybe I could read what the, the post was and then you could read what the girl's response was. Let's do it. All right. So Nicole sent an invite to one of her bridesmaids Mm -hmm. asking her to be a bridesmaids. And this is what she has posted. I just sent her the invite to be my bridesmaid. And this was her response. I'm gutted. That's really lovely. Thank you. I'm really excited for you and everything that is happening for you right now with the baby and then the wedding. Was I supposed to scroll up or is that where it started? Yeah, that's where it started. And I can't wait to see you on your perfect day. I have to be honest, though. It's such a lovely thing to be asked to be someone's bridesmaid, but it really isn't something I enjoy doing. Done it twice, and I both times didn't like it. Wait, give this to me. You're reading reading this like she's being snotty as hell. I love a wedding and always have such a good time at them. But both of the times I've been bridesmaid has been completely different. The last thing I want to do is upset you. But I have to be honest, and this has been playing on my mind since you mentioned the color theme. Every time you've mentioned things to me, I've been sick, worrying, and feeling guilty. And feeling like I don't want to reply because... I want to avoid it, but I can't, and I should be excited, but I'm not, and that feels terrible. I would love to still be a part of your day if you'll let me. I know you're going to be upset, but I still love you as you love me, so I really hope you'll understand. Disappointed emoji face, X. Read that like she was being snotty as F. (laughs) She was. No, she was not. Ever since I heard about your color theme, I've been feeling sick. Oh my god! She gosh. did not need to say that. She could have okay. just said, "Hey, <laughs> um, I'm. I just can't do this. It's not mentally. I'm not in a good space right now." And what's your friend going to say to that? Nothing. If they're a good friend, and if they're a terrible friend, they'll be like, "Uh, your mental stuff doesn't come." But the way she worded that whole thing was like, "I'm writing a really big long excuse." Because I don't want to be a part of your bridal party. And I didn't know how to say that. So I'm I'm writing this all out as if I didn't want to be a part of any bridal party. But it's yours. Because otherwise, why would I mention color theme specifically? No, the she said, I'm guessing the bride had mentioned to her, hey, what do you think about this color theme? Her response to that after was ever since you mentioned the color theme, every time you've mentioned things to me, I've been sick, worried and feeling guilty and feeling like I don't want to reply because I don't want to, and I want to avoid it. I just pulled it up on my phone and uh, the color theme was vomit yellow, vomit green and pea yellow. So maybe that's why she felt sick. Um, what is vomit green? Steve, it's are you okay? It's the color your face turns right before you vomit. <laughs> the green color. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> There's an emoji. You can see it on yes, your phone. Yes, but that's not actual vomit. That's like a sick, yeah, vomit sick green. green. Yeah, vomit green. Sick green. Here's the thing. There's a throw up emoji too, and that has green stuff. There have been up. times 
I have wanted to say no. For some people, being in a wedding party is a little, a little much. And I would say that for, for most weddings, like, there's been times I've wanted to, that I've been excited. And then other times, I just, like, I was hoping that people wouldn't ask me <laughs> to be in the wedding party. <laughs> and it's mostly since I've been getting older. It's just so much, it's so hard to have to manage everything with children. And um, my bedtime is a little bit earlier than it used to be. And (laughs) I selfishly want to say no sometimes, but I didn't because I want, I knew it was important to that person. Now, this is very ballsy of this person, much respect to be able to stand up for yourself, but also like you had to know that. This isn't about you. There has to be a respectful way to say no, though. There has to be a way, without mentioning color themes, to say no. You could just say... I don't have the money right now. Sorry. It just it sounded like, I just didn't really like it. Yeah. And it's like, mm, that's... This is something very personal and like important to her to ask you. And you just said, oh, I don't really like it. Yeah kind of harsh it's like someone giving you a, a christmas gift and saying you know what? i don't really like this gift so i'm gonna give it back to you it's like if you proposed to somebody and said like will you marry me and the response was mm, i really love you but i don't really want to get married ever uh it's just like ever since i met you and i saw the color, color theme themes of your face of your, of your clothes <laughs> and your face i was like i don't see like no. I feel sick when I think about marrying you, but like, I still want to hang around with you and be that friends. That is nothing like that. So and like, you have a piece of glitter on your ear and it looks like you have an earring. You look a little bit more badass than usual. <laughs> awesome. Where did I get a piece of glitter on my ear from? I have no idea. It's Nora's So, okay, ears. I'm on the fence about this because I feel like... If you're going to make the other people miserable because you don't want to be there, then no, you shouldn't be there. But sometimes you just have to do things that you don't want to do just to save either a friendship. And if it's not worth it to you, then, then I don't you know, know, make you can your always own uh, just be like, oh my gosh, I would love to, but I actually just joined the Peace Corps. So I'm going to be gone. So you actually have to join the Peace Corps just so you can get out of being a part of this wedding. Yes, absolutely. It's (laughs) worth it. Uh, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to be in Africa all next year with the Peace Corps. Honestly, I think she did it for the most part in a respectful way. Yes, I think the whole like, ever since you've been trying to like talk to me about wedding plans, I just felt really guilty and all this other stuff. I think so. She's cheating. She's cheating, cheating with 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 the with the with her friend's man. That's what it is. Ever since she started talking to me about wedding plans, I've been feeling guilty. She's a cheater. Oh my gosh, Stephen! <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> this isn't one of your shows. <laughs> this actually is one of my shows. It's called <laughs> Wedded. I do it. I do it with you. Oh, I. If you're in a position where you really feel like you need to say no, just understand that it might ruin the friendship because this is a big deal. But if it's, if it's like something where like you're really good friends with the person, they should understand like when you say, 
I can't do this. If you can't do it because you don't have enough money, that should be understandable. I feel like that's the one thing that you get a card, like a... If you can't do it because you're depressed, I feel like that should be accepted too. And I feel like most people wouldn't. I feel like people would be like, oh, well, money I could understand. But if you're depressed or mentally like not doing well, like people are like, suck it up for my wedding. Well, that's just life. That's how people treat mental illness anymore or forever. They've treated mental illness. I'm just going out on the record here. Um, If you are depressed, if you're feeling down in in the dumps and you just don't think you could do something like this, that is 100% a legitimate excuse. If you say that to one of your friends and they don't agree with you, you can cut this part of the podcast out and send it straight to them. And tell them here, I will say you are a horrible person. (laughs) Mental illness is illness. So you can, you can email me at, uh, what is, what's our email? <laughs> Steven Van Elk. <laughs> Steven Van Elk at Gmail. Actually, that's not even your email. <laughs> nope. Somebody else took it before I could get it. There's another Steven Van Elk out there. You get on our around. website, you, you contact me and I will send you all the information you need to show you what a terrible person you are. <laughs> anyway, um, no mental illness, physical illness, and money, I feel like that is your get out of jail free card. Like, but I think in this situation, it's just kind of like, oh, I don't really want to. Yeah. And that's kind of makes me feel like Ugh, about it. But it kind of makes me feel like maybe the the person who asked should have known that they weren't that good of friends. too. <laughs> maybe um, I can think of a friend of ours that would have done that to me. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. So I feel like this leads into what Lauren had written. Um, So Lauren writes, anyone have bridesmaids regrets? Anyone you wish you hadn't asked? Two bridesmaids are relatives of mine, and I wish I never bothered to ask them. That is a tough situation to be in, Lauren. Um, But, you know, blood is thicker than water, so you got to stick with it. They're your family. (laughs) Suck it up, buttercup. Well, what if they aren't? When when is it when do people cross the line that you feel like you can say I don't want you to be a bridesmaid anymore? Um if they're not supportive of you or not supportive of the marriage, if uh they try to if they're ruining the events like bleeding up to the wedding, like bridal showers, uh bachelorette parties, stuff like that. Or if, like Nicole's friend who didn't want to be bridesmaid. Yeah. But maybe she decided to be a bridesmaid, then you find out she's sleeping with her significant other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely don't want somebody sleeping with your significant other in your bridal party. That's for certain. No, I think that's yeah. I think that's definitely yeah. I think you answered that. <laughs> Only gonna even say anymore. <laughs> you don't want to say anymore. <laughs> no, I, I think that if someone's making it incredibly difficult, which sometimes family members are the worst at this. You know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Don't have a bridal party. <laughs> so it makes everything so, so much easier. Much. Don't have a bridal party and just have a big party. Invite people. If you want people to get ready with you, invite people to come over and get ready with you. And you have so much more pictures of pictures you'll actually use and put on the walls with your significant other. It's amazing. You can have people <laughs> do all the roles that the bridal party would do, but they just don't walk down the aisle and they don't stand at the front. 
This is the only difference Not between. In the well, you can even we've had some that didn't have a wedding party. Photos and still, with your friends, yeah, still, and still we got photos with them. Yeah, still. So it's all good. You don't it's need a bridal best party situation. Think about it. Do you want to stand up at the front and have six, seven other people up there that people are looking at and thinking, well, they could have just stepped in and been the bride or the groom for this one? No, you don't want that. You want all eyes on you. <laughs> think that is this things that you think about when you're at weddings i was like if i had to run uh, i guess my brother was my best man uh, i guess he steps in right and i would run before that happened okay no i would have ran before that happened <laughs> anyway so i have one more question yeah how you doing i'm doing great okay Actually, I don't have any more questions about bridesmaids. Oh, is that like a J- Joey from Friends thing? You want to have sex? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> oh my gosh. Is this how we're going to end every single podcast? You asking this question. How you doing? <laughs> I didn't ask it. You did. Was it only sexual, was it? Do I need to rewatch Friends? You need to rewatch Friends. It was always sexual. All right. Do you have anything to add about... Um, I would say when it comes to picking a bridal party, pick people who are going to be in your life for the long haul. That's easier said than done. It's much easier said than done. Um, I, I personally would say default to family members because, you know, they're not leaving your life anytime soon, more yeah. than likely. And outside of that, I would say default to your found family or your chosen family, however you want to say it. Yeah. We all, as we grow up, as we move on from lives, as we move away from our hometowns or stay in our hometown, hometowns, but just don't live with our parents anymore or siblings, we create new families around us, um, people who we want to spend time with, who we want to be there for them when they're in pain, when they're in need, people we want to support and people who support us and do those things for us as well. And so I would say uh, if you can't, if you're not going to, I would say do family members and found family members because those are the people who are likely to stick with you for like the rest of your life. Uh, I think about my mom and she has a friend from two friends from her hometown where she grew up in Kalamazoo, Michigan, who are friends with her to this day, even though 25 years ago she moved away from Kalamazoo, um, to the great state of Indiana where I live now. Uh, and she was told by multiple people she'd never stay friends with those friends of hers from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And somehow they have stayed friends over 25 years and they see each other multiple times a year. We used to go camping when I was kids with their families. and I went camping with them once. Yeah. Like their their kids are genuinely like some of like Jen and I's friends now still to this day. Um because that was a family my parents created and they, they wanted those people to be in their lives. And so I would never call those people like aunt or uncle or anything, but like they, some people do though. They, yeah. Some people do. And they kind of fulfill that role for me in some ways. Um, I'm sure one of them's racist and I didn't know about it. And if we hung out with them more <laughs> now, no, I'm joking, <laughs> but yeah, we, we see them like every new year's Eve still. Um, they still come down to, to party with my mom. And if we're not shooting a wedding, we're typically up there to hang out with my sister. And so we end up seeing those families and stuff then. So, uh, I would say that's a, 
found family and actual family is your best bet for your bridal party. Mm-hmm. And um, people who are just friends who maybe you met within the last year or two, um, unless unless they got that spark, that little something in their eye that just lets you know <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna twinkle and the stick little around. glitter on their ear, the glitter on their ear, a little Santa Claus in their heart, whatever it is. Um, I would say, you know, stick, stick with somebody who has been around for a long time and who is staying around. Great advice, Stephen. So I think that's going to do it for us this week at Wedded. Where can listeners find us, Jen? You can find us on Instagram at WeddedPod. Um, we're also at WeddedPod.com if you want to send in any information or you want to get to know Steve and I a little bit better. Uh, we also have a wonderful community on Facebook. Uh, the group is Love Buddies Dash Wedded Podcast Community. Um, Stephen just posted a really cool link. If you guys haven't seen it, the um, a bride ziplined into her uh, her wedding for her processional. You guys have to see it. It's amazing. <laughs> and if you can is get other though? angles, yeah, is <laughs> I it think though? it's so cute. The story behind it is so cute. The dad just was like, I've always wanted a zip line. And so the daughter was like, we should zip line into our wedding as a joke. And he's like on it. He was like Barney from how I met your mother. There's a drone that somebody's flying for the video. And it, you, no, just, wait, wait, wait. you okay. have to go on the group to see it. <laughs> So thanks for listening to another episode of Wedded. I love you, babe. Love you too. Bye. Bye.